What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and today I'm back with, uh, I'm back, but I got first-time guest in the show, Jim McCambridge. He's a photographer in the Bay Area and is doing a lot of, um, you know, photography for comedians and a lot of the local shows in the Bay Area. So go to his Instagram, at Jim McCambridge, and you can check it out, hit his tag photos, and you can see, you know, people tag him and a lot of the stuff that he shoots for. It's just really cool, some of the moments and, and shows he's been able to go to and capture and, and share. and So, go, yeah, we just talk about that and, and some other stuff. So, yeah, go check him out on Instagram. This is a, a fun episode and definitely going to have him come down to the Salinas show. Um, I think it would be cool to get some, you know, bricks and beer comedy night um, photos and stuff like that. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, and if you uh, want to follow the podcast on Instagram... So that you can go and follow Jim, and you can go and look at all the photos he's done, which are some of the photos that have been used for posts on the podcast, which is awesome too. So go check that out. Go follow the podcast at I'm Getting There Pod, all one word. And if you're listening right now on a platform, you probably are, unless you're listening on the website. Even if you're on the website, subscribe. You can subscribe by hitting that subscribe button. Hit it. Hit it, hit it, hit it. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could please go down to the bottom, there's an option for you to leave a review for the show and to give some stars for the show. And I'm hoping that you're giving it five stars, and I'm hoping that you're giving it that awesome review because it means a lot and it helps out the show. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to build it. I'm trying to build. So thank you so much for all the support. And if you want to continue to support even more than the things I've described, you can also donate to the podcast by hitting the tip jar link in the description of the episode. You can either donate one time, and the lowest donation I think is a dollar, or you can become a recurring member. Again, lowest donation is a dollar. And the private recurring stuff, you'll get some extra bonus content. I got some private episode from just me, some solo recordings, and I also have some uh, old sets from shows at uh, the XL and, and other open mics on there. So if you want to hear some, you know, some old comedy of mine or, you know, just some solo episodes of me, uh, yeah, hit that, hit that, uh, hit that donation, hit that recurring link, enter your email, and bam, you're good. That's all you got to do. Um, so thank you for the people who have done that. And thank you for, you know, continuing to support the show. And hope you enjoy this episode with Jim. just uh i want to start this off by kind of just you know saying like that it wasn't uh like i saw you through like everybody else you know like i saw you through like just all these cool photos starting to appear and on people's social media and i was like wow this looks awesome like and you know you're tagged and everything i'm like you know who's who's this guy and come to find out like that wasn't even really your like kind of like main like main you know thing like it wasn't like your uh 
what you were like going for, right? Like initially. Yeah, I mean, I think I started doing comedy definitely to do comedy um, and discovered pretty quickly that comedy wasn't really for me. Um, and, you know, I forget who was talking about it. It was on some podcast, but somebody was saying, like, even if you don't, like, end up being a comedian, comedy has so many other things sort of inside of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. That, like, you know, if you really like it, you can find a way to be a part of it without being a comedian because it's not for everybody for sure um, yeah i think yeah <laughs> and, and and it's uh like people that when they when you mention it to them they're like wow that you're really brave or lots like the most common response i think you yeah. get from like a, a random person you know is just oh wow the, you know that's that takes a lot of guts and it's like i uh i think it i mean i think it, it must i don't know i i don't look at it that way i it's just like there's like this thing that I have to just. Yeah, I think that's that's the biggest thing about, I guess, comedy as a whole is like, you know, in a, in a weird way, you like it's only gonna work out for you if you really like if there's something that makes you like need to do it. Uh huh. I don't know anybody who doesn't feel like they need to do it who's like really making a decent run of it, you know, like. How like how like if you are if you go and like bomb in some dingy little club in the middle of nowhere, like unless you really need to do it, it's probably gonna make you quit. <laughs> like bombing sucks pretty bad. Yeah. Bombing and then going to a shitty hotel room sucks even worse. Yeah, I, I hear so many like horror stories, you know, in like podcasts or like old. Yeah. A lot of old stand up actually is. Yeah revolves around that like a lot of old comedians that i like a lot of their references is like it's political and then it's like travel yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know i think at a, once you once you get to a certain point in your career like the only thing you know are airports and what you read in the news because that's how you do you sit in airports and you read the news while you're going to some new thing yeah. So after a while, that's really all you can talk about because you don't really do anything else all day. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I like, and also too, like you're, like, even though, like you, like photography wasn't even like your main thing, wasn't it? you were more like to like filming, film stuff, right? Like editing. Yeah, I did like I did a lot of filmmaking type stuff before I got into photography, and I still do like filmmaking stuff. I shoot stuff for comedians kind of a lot. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I went to film school and then photography was just kind of a, almost a hobby, I guess, something I liked to do. And it was pretty related to the thing that I did as a job, I guess. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just found this weird little niche that nobody else had filled yet, I guess. Like, I, I don't know that I could name there's really only one other person even like now after I started there's only one other person that's like doing it at all mm-hmm. really taking photos of comedians especially up here like in LA there's a couple of people and there's a couple of people in New York too but here it just like it's pretty much just me <laughs> which is kind of it's cool man it's like it's almost like you're like uh you're like Peter Parker and and comedy is spider-man you know yeah kind of <laughs> in a weird way right yeah i mean yeah yeah it's, 
a little bit <laughs> a little bit a, yeah <laughs> I, I i don't know it's a it's a weird it's a weird niche to fill because it's not one that like was really desperately needing to be filled but once once i started doing it everybody was like oh yeah this is cool i'm glad that you're here to do this because otherwise you know every photo would just be blurry from the back <laughs> of the room we're on like, taking off of like a like a Samsung, like Galaxy One, yeah. a like Motorola sc- chocolate. <laughs> Dude, those were those were awesome. The T nine on those was I could just do it without looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except every time you dropped it, it would just smash into a million pieces. <laughs> Nobody ever had one of those phones. Every single person I ever met that had one was like, "Yeah, this is my ninth Motorola chocolate." <laughs> I had the, uh, it was like the razor, but it was even, it was even like thinner. It was like, I don't remember what it was called, but I used to sit there and flick it shut all the time. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) (sighs) It was called like, it had a really dumb name if I remember. Like the Juke maybe? Um, no, no. Oh, I remember that one. That had like, that like spun, that one like, that was like kind of like a sidekick thing. Yeah. This was like, this looked exactly like a razor. It was just like, it was like the width i guess was it was like skinnier yeah and it um, was like it was almost like a switchblade kind of yeah it was like a razor light you know it was like <laughs> there's so many dude just go back in time and think about how many different phones everyone could have had back in the day mm-hmm. oh my god you, can, you either have an iphone or an ant like uh what's the other one the samsung phone i don't even know but there's like two different phones now yeah, it's and they like, both look kind of the same. It's a Galaxy, right? I think. Yeah. And then an iPhone. And then yeah. there's like LG, but I don't know anyone that has an LG or oh, like a God. Google phone. I guess there's like the Google Nexus or whatever. Oh, don't even get Who me knows? started about the Google Nexus. <laughs> Come on, bro. I just got, well, a little bit ago, I got the 12. And it has oh. like that really awesome wide angle uh, oh, yeah. lens Mine, on it got the i don't know which one this is the 11 pro maybe it's got the three camera thing in the yeah back. yeah the wide angle is yeah. nice um, on the front side too like you can get some great like yeah. shots of yourself you know with kind of a whole, a whole lot going on behind you if you're like hiking or whatever you know yeah i mean yeah those i mean the phone camera is still like the most reliable as long as it's like bright enough, it's still the most reliable. It's so much more reliable than like the cameras that I spend a lot of money buying and taking photos with. Um, it's just, you know, my photos are going to be better. But it's if you were just like starting out, just like going somewhere and taking photos with your iPhone is a great way to figure out the basics of the whole thing. Yeah, like it's such a like I just figured out how to use the. Um like the little yellow sun next to your to like mess with the light and stuff when oh, you yeah i just figured out how to do that and i feel like i feel like a gene like all of a sudden yeah. i feel like a genius i'm like oh whoa i can like <laughs> adjust the lighting in my photos while i take them this is amazing what no way <laughs> yeah this yeah. is blowing my mind dude. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's yeah i mean the i mean for real the iphone camera is 
so good. I mean, there's like there's things where like I would prefer to use my iPhone camera over like a a much nicer camera. Like if I was gonna do a lot of like kind of up close, like they use it for um, opening packs of Pokemon cards. Okay, like uh, like that those like YouTube and stuff like the yeah. card opening videos. It's got like the focus. It never misses focus ever, and it doesn't really make sense how good the focusing is on the camera. Like, and it can hold at the right place for so long, um, and it's like you don't you don't have to think about it at all. Um, and so for stuff like that, it's really really good. But yeah, I mean, in the situ the lighting situations that Bay Area comedians put me in, the iPhone camera would be worthless. <laughs> well, probably especially over the pandemic, right? Since everything's been outside and <laughs> yeah yeah i mean in some in some ways it might be better outside but in a lot of ways it would definitely be worse <laughs> yeah well some of the some of the spots you've gotten to shoot look pretty cool like the like the setting and stuff like the vibe looks really yeah. neat and uh like you got to do the um austin and um nick. Like austin and nick show yeah, uh, yeah in the ferry and stuff that looked really cool yeah, they're really uh, uh, they're they're going all the way with the with the boat show. They've got I think three more over the next month. Hell yeah! Um, it's such doing, a good idea, dude. It's like yeah, and especially like during right now too. Like mm-hmm. I think it puts a lot of people at ease being kind of outside. And I mean, even though you're on a on a boat, you're still like yeah, you're not cramped up in a room, you know. And that's just I think everybody's been everybody's worry for the past year you know it's just like yeah being in some i also think that it's interesting because like when you go to like a show at i don't know some outdoor bar show and it's cold you're like ah fuck this is miserable this sucks but you go to one of those shows and it's cold and you're like oh this is kind of what i expected so i don't mind as much that it's cold yeah like that's why like like, you put on layers because you knew you were going to be out on the water and stuff yeah but when you're at the bar, you're like, that's the thing about a bar, man. It's hard to gauge, like, how much liquor you're going to have versus your layers you're going to wear. Yeah. That's the real. Some people just have a hard time doing that math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you go to, I think I think every show that I've been to on the boat, somebody just gets sloshed. Like, has to be helped down the stairs at the end of the show. <laughs> that's I'm like, amazing. man, it's been a while since I've seen one of those. That's amazing. I remember the first time it happened, I was like... Nature is healing. Wow. Things are really <laughs> getting back to normal. <laughs> right? See. Seeing people drunk in public, you're like, all right, like the world is becoming a, a better yeah. place again. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. I was like, somebody uh, at a show on Friday, we were like, <laughs> we were hanging out and I was like teaching him how to shock. He, he knew how to shotgun a beer, but he had done it a different way that I've never seen somebody do before. Mm. He, like, opened the top of the beer first. And then Weird. as he was chugging it, he would, like, stab oh, the bottom of the beer. Oh, yeah, sure. So that it would just really, which is just kind of like, I understand it, you know, your same kind of principle. And yeah. I was like, no, dude, like this. And I stabbed it with my keys in the side and was, like, poked a hole and was like, and he was like, <laughs> wait what that's your mouth hole i'm like yeah and like then we just shotgun these beers so it was like this feels nice (laughs) wow it's yeah or you go like go to your friend's house and everybody's been vaccinated for a while and you just like sit around and like eat a pizza or something and you're like 
Whoa. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like you're all laughing together and like you hear everybody laughing. Like that's yeah. group laughter is like a something I've like noticed, you know? Like as yeah. like, it's like it like sticks out a little more. Have you done an indoor show yet? Um I did one a little bit ago where people were still like masked up and yeah. and like kind of spaced out and stuff, you know? And yeah. uh but it was cool to be like to hear them laughing in the room with you and like i was doing crowd work and stuff and so it was like this is this is fun this is like i was making fun of people and i was like all right like (laughs) cool cool. yeah (laughs) i've also found it interesting how how fast i've gotten back to being like i don't know how how quickly i've i've forgotten what it felt like to not be inside like you go Mm -hmm. in you i went and did an indoor show and halfway through, I was like, oh, the like allure of this has already worn off. And it just like feels like I'm back in the, in the club. Like, it's kind oh, of okay. like it. Interesting. You thought it would it would, la- would last longer, that feeling. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't like after the first comedian, I was like, all right, we're back to doing this. <laughs> somebody's like somebody smells. You're like, fucking. Oh, okay. Jesus <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, like, uh, how you've also started doing, I noticed too, like, uh, certain people have hit you up, I bet, for like new, like, headshots and like kind of like mm-hmm. doing some sessions with people. And, um, it's, I, I just, it's just cool to see, like, you know, like, you keep, I keep seeing, like, your, like I was saying earlier, I keep seeing your name on, you know, all these other people's, uh, social medias. And it's like, you have a, you have quite a few, like, if you go to your tagged, and your page it's like you have yeah. uh, you know you have quite the the catalog now which is which is cool and you, it also is cool because you're like a fly on the wall at all these awesome shows with all these comics you know in the area that are that are great like what have what have been some of like the cooler like moments or like kind of like what you had to be there kind of things you know do you have like anything that stands out to you in particular that was like, really like funny or like really interesting at a show ooh. Um. Oh man, I just I did this show. That's the show, the drive-in show in Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what the show is called, but uh, Sam Weber show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a uh, comedy audiences and cars okay. watching comedy. It's such a it's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, marketing isn't really their thing. <laughs> um. Oh, that's funny. Uh, uh, but. I was at that show it was pretty early in the pandemic and uh ian was on stage um i can't think of his last name right now of course but um he was on stage and he was like doing his material and and a bomb went off behind oh him. you were at that show there was this giant yeah there's a photo on my instagram there's there's just this giant fireball and like this huge cloud of smoke and it says so much about comedians, but Ian didn't even stop doing material. <laughs> I mean, he didn't, like, he didn't even, for like a full two minutes, he didn't even mention what was going on behind him. He was telling a joke about being a male nanny. And, and like, no. Whoa. And then he was like, this is, this is pretty crazy. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And like, that was when Sam Weber broke his arm. He, he ran down the thing to like try to chase after the guy. They're like, bro, it could have been a terrorist. What are you doing? 
<laughs> the fact that he broke his arm do or his wrist or whatever doing that yeah. and fell is like I it's just <laughs> it was like a part of the pandemic story was just like Sam, updates on Sam's wrist <laughs> and then like just I like, <laughs> how there was a bomb at the sh- it was so crazy yeah I'm wow yeah I can't believe you were actually there yeah I, I uh I heard about it on social media and stuff, but that's that's insane. He just kept yeah. doing his material. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. There was a part of me that was like, "Well, it can't be that bad if Ian's still doing material." <laughs> or, like, or uh, it could, or it could be, and he just is in full denial. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was the thing. Like, it did like for a minute keep me calm. Of like, oh well, it's probably fine. Like. Mm-hmm. No, like, Ian's not panicking, so I guess I'm not going to panic either. <laughs> but that one was, uh, that was something else. I'm sure there have been lots of others, and I can't think of them now. I remember I saw Ryan Goodface climb to the top of, like, the batting cage at Batter Up in San Francisco. Okay. He got high up there, too. I was like, I was like, damn, Ryan's not that athletic. He probably shouldn't climb that high. Because <laughs> he's got a mic in one hand, and he's climbing up and telling jokes as he's climbing <laughs> no up. No way. That's and we're like, what are you? I was, I was on the ground. Like, should I, like, get, like, try to break really his committed, fall? really committed, dude. <laughs> yeah. There's been so many, like, weird, weird things like that. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> Just those two highlights alone, like, should explain, like, why you can't think of all of them. Because <laughs> each one, you're like, so much. oh, yeah, th- also this. And then it's just some crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what's it's, cool, though. That's what I was trying to, you know, basically highlight was that you're like a fly on the wall and you just get to see all this, you know, like, all the stuff yeah. that, is, that doesn't end up in, like, people's clips you know like on their social or anything like and, that. or sometimes it does <laughs> or yeah or it ends up being clipped yeah yeah true i was at the yeah, i was at the alameda comedy club i forgot about this one too and laura bites was doing her last show of her first like headlining weekend ever at a club and um <laughs> the owner's dog ran on stage and was running around the audience begging for food from oh, I think people I saw at some, tables. Oh, yeah, I think I saw some video of this, dude. That's... Oh, God. It was like <laughs> me and the host and the feature were sitting in the thing and we saw the dog run in. And we all looked at each other and we were like, that dog is definitely running into the audience, right? And everybody was like, oh, yeah, of course. And it did. <laughs> and it was the clip is so funny because you can just see like you can see Laura like like go like realize what's going on and uh-huh. just like start she's just like crying laughing by the end of that clip because it's such a ridiculous premise like it's a premise that you would see like in a tv show about stand-up comedy the owner's dog runs out and all of the servers are chasing it around as she's still on stage trying yeah. to do material it's so and they good. It cuts to the dog and the dog is like just everybody's like running into each other and it's just oh, yeah. dude, classic yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah. and that was at the really outdoor neat. right that was when they were still doing kind of the outside stuff yeah yeah that was uh their indoor space is so good but their outdoor space did feel a little thrown together their indoor space is like i've seen pictures dude it looks really cool yeah they got it figured out I think that they, I mean, that was kind of the plan before yeah. coronavirus. So they, you know, they did a good job with the, with the inside. Like, it's impressive for sure. Yeah, I've been trying to find a week that I can commit to sign. Like, I'm going to, 
I've been um, one to throw my name in the open mic. I just don't. It's so it's so far, and it's like yeah. I, maybe if I knew some people it, that could come out, you know, if I wasn't, yeah, just, like, I know I'm not gonna be able to like, like, like maybe get one person. I, but uh, yeah, I want to go up there and do the open mic because it's like it looks so nice, and uh, it would be cool to, you know, just to go and do an open mic in an actual club. Yeah, and if you know, if nothing else, like at least like meet Patrick and like, yeah, you know start a relationship of some kind there for sure yeah because i uh i was actually talking to somebody else about this the other day it was like i have like at some point i need to like figure out if i'm gonna move up there Mm. or like am i gonna move up there or what am i am i gonna stay here and try to keep the thing going you know because it's like this area salinas monterey it's like yeah there's i can you know have like bar shows and stuff and Right. There's like Santa Cruz, but it's like yeah. if you wanna I saw Nikki Glazer's doing shows at um like this some mobs like Civic Center in Monterey or something like that. Okay. Which I thought was pretty I think, cool. Uh, I think it might have been I know that the Golden State Theater's opening too, and I know that they have oh, yeah. I think it might have been it might have been the theater. I think Felipe Esparza is gonna do that soon and there's some oh, nice. comics He's funny. scheduled to that. Yeah. I think he actually did the theater that's in Salinas as well. Uh, oh, yeah. He's really I mean, good. that's a good market for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> like, have you, since the clubs are opening now, like, are you, are you going to try to, like, just continue to do what you're doing, but go, like, start doing it in the clubs and, like, try to get... Yeah, I did Cobbs the other day, and they um, reached out to me later about potentially shooting a lot more for them, which would be cool. Nice. And that would include, like, the punchline, too, which would be cool. Hell yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really take that much of that kind of stuff super seriously until somebody really offers. Um, but hopefully that works out. I'd really like to do that kind of stuff. I'm sure you probably get hit up, like, a ton. Um, <laughs> yeah, n- yes and no. I mean, some people just don't. They're like, I don't, I don't give a shit about the photos. All I want is to make the money and go on doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people who truly don't really give a fuck about having photos taken at their show, which is fine. It just like kind of limits what I'm like the amount of work I can get. But like you know, this weekend I've got stuff Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday maybe. I'd have to look, nice. but. Um, yeah, I mean, I got, I got enough going on that, like, it makes sense. But, you know, a much more steady thing, like, working at Cobbs or The Punch would be really, really great. Yeah, because, I mean, that would be, you know, I've seen you got to do some, some photo shoots, too, with, like, some pretty, like, bigger name comics as well. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's really cool, because, you know, like, they're seeing what you're doing, I bet, like, online, probably and then reaching like have have they have you like they reached out to you like have some bigger names reached out to you about doing stuff or um not really i mean i don't think comedians think about stuff that far in advance okay yeah um that's true i mean we were talking about like just setting up like and having a good like stage set up and stuff and that's like a thing that I think it gets 
it it gets overlooked, but I think it's like not on purpose sometimes. I think it's just like not thought about until like that moment. I just don't think. Yeah, I mean it, that requires like a pretty a decent amount of foresight, and I don't think that most comedians have a decent amount of foresight. Like I remember showing up to even just like an open mic one time, and it was like they're like, "Where should we put the microphone at?" Yeah. Where should you put the microphone at? What do you mean? Yeah. I'm like, this is where everybody's probably going to be sitting. Where are they going to be facing? Yeah. Like, where's the easiest place for everybody to face? Like, those yeah. kind of, like, just those kind of thoughts. But they're like, oh, yeah, we should probably think about that. And you're like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah. It's Big like, time. dude, it's like when, uh, it's like in Wayne's World when they their show gets picked up by Rob Lowe <laughs> and then <laughs> like that's the kind of thing I think about is like the when they yeah. have to do like the advertising and stuff and they ha- and they and they have to do certain things a different way and they're kind of like what the hell like yeah. yeah it's just like they weren't thinking about that you know and uh yeah I mean the lighting is the thing that drives me fucking bananas <laughs> I, I mean it makes me fucking crazy dude I it's so simple. It's really not that hard. And like, if I can, do, like, I'm doing the math and I'm like thinking about how much money you're making, and I'm like, you can afford it. Like, just like one spotlight on Amazon. I mean, <laughs> two buy two, and like all of a sudden your show is ten times as professional <laughs> so, as every so, other show. It's so true. <laughs> Immediately, people are like, oh, I know what I'm paying for now. But, like, it's so weird when you go to a show and you're like, I know what people are paying to be at this show. And, like, the comedy is going to be good because I know all the comedians and they're funny. But, like, the vibe. What, yeah. what, what are you doing? Like, just get it right. And if you don't, if, and if you're like, oh, like, you know, I don't really know whatever. Don't just Google it and do whatever. Ask me. I'll help you. Because sometimes I show up to shows and, like, to shoot and i'm like you didn't do this right like you put in some amount of effort but it's just not correct mm-hmm. and like i don't want to go out of my way to like you don't want to be that guy be like, i don't yeah, want to be that guy i can't but like i can't yeah you're like what, what are you yeah <laughs> it's just like don't <sighs> and then i have to do all this effort to like figure out how to shoot around the fact that you like don't really know that much about lighting but like all you have to do. Two spots. Yeah. What are some good? What are some good lighting tips, actually? Yeah. Dude, all you need to do. Two spotlights. I don't know. Maybe six feet away from the stage. Like up, above the comedian's heads, pointed down, in opposite directions, to like get across so that your face is lit. Boom. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're good. And like. Don't buy these like, like globes that'll light up the whole place. Don't buy like these like little Home Depot lights. Like buy just like a cheap lighting light. Buy two of them. The stands mm-hmm. probably come with it because they're cheap. There's actually some too that you can get that have like these little mounts. That's what I've been using mm-hmm. at my show for a while. Is these? They're like these just they're cheap i think they're like 
10 12 bucks a piece maybe on Amazon or maybe more like 20 yeah. a piece but they just yeah you can angle them and then they can screw on to like if there's like rafter or whatever like that's yeah. what we were doing in the basement but yeah or something with a mount like you could probably get like a pole or something too to have it on yep I mean there's a million different ways to do it but like like I get it if you're just like like figuring it out and you don't have money that's fine but mm-hmm. like the photos aren't gonna be good and i don't know what you want me to do about that like lighting lighting is what you need for photography and like if you have a little bit of light i can figure out some way to make it work kind of but if you've got nothing it's like what yeah. am i doing here why like why would wonder, you waste my time mm-hmm. i wonder if some of that too is like they're not just they're not visualizing it in the same aspect to where like someone like yourself would or someone else that, uh, you know, is can, I think some people can just like visualize like what it should look like or what it can be and they can see it before they do it. And some people are like, like, that's just like kind of like learning types. Right. And like everybody's different, but I truly think some people just can't visualize like what, like a like a like a setting or like a like when you're when they're looking at what their show's gonna be at they can't like see it before they um do it maybe yeah i think that like yeah i mean it kind of goes back to the thing about foresight and like being able to like anticipate a problem and have a solution to the problem and i also think that like the ability to combine being like truly creative and funny with the ability to like think about things in advance and like think about the way things are going to look ahead of time and like know what you want it to be like that's the recipe for success like the one thing that is always really interesting is every comedian i've ever met has some story about when you like you know when you start comedy you start with kind of a group of people who all started about the same time and it's like your comedy class Uh or whatever uh, in the scene that you start in and everybody has some story about the funniest guy didn't make it. He just couldn't hack it, but he was so much funnier than everybody else. And like, if only he had just stuck with it, he would have been the biggest star in the world. Everybody's got that story. And it's just like, there's always one guy or girl who is so much funnier than everybody else, but just can't pull it together to like do the actual things you need to do. Like, they, they don't have a hard time standing on stage and telling jokes it's and making people else. laugh, but they have a really hard time being on time. It's all the other stuff. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Interesting. You have to be able to do both if you want to be. Well, that's, I mean, it's so whatever. true. Like a lot of the, the biggest comedians that make it and they're like selling arenas, they're like business people too. Like Kevin Hart oh, yeah. is like 100%. a business mogul guy. He's like, I mean, you can't name one person that, I mean, there are a couple of people that aren't, but like nobody who's like really selling tickets is somebody who, who doesn't and think it's almost like you, yeah, do. it's like you're looking at it almost at like two different, not two different areas, but like there's like the, the straight up comic that's just like, like, like you said, he's like the funniest person, like, and they're on stage and they're just a flamethrower. Yeah but they 
there's comedians like that that are famous that only end up working they they still like in clubs and they're still like kind of on the road but not really on the road and like you see them kind of pop up and they do like a run on podcasts and they're like still doing it and they're really funny but they're they haven't like they're not doing their own podcast or they're not doing their own like videos like stuff or or they adopted it all too late yeah like they're just now getting into it right right like yeah or like just before the pandemic they were like dang i should probably start doing a podcast it's too late now like i think podcasting is kind of over i don't think people want to listen to that shit anymore for the most part like i think that there will always be some market for podcasting but i don't think it'll be as big as what do you think is like the what do you think takes it over do you think anything takes it over or is it just all video stuff i don't know I think it'll mostly be video stuff. That seems that seems to be the thing that people are becoming more like just interested the content. in. And like you see it too. Like I'm in all the podcasts, like little like Facebook groups and like on the Reddit, and you see people like the the numbers are dropping off. Like just in the engagement, like not maybe not like with the downloads uh-huh. or whatever, but that'll like that might take some time. But you can see like the fandom and like the diehard shit is starting to kind of go away for a lot of the sort of comedy podcast things that are going on i guess that's true there was like a way stronger wave of it before the pandemic even for even for like myself like i was like i was like listening to a few pretty regularly that i don't even i mean there's that yeah it's just it was like a shift well there was also a bunch of other things that happened too i think like (laughs) yeah there's like i think there's so much um there was a point there where like if any comedian started a podcast everybody would listen and i think that's kind of going away and the future of it will be like you know who's really doing something good and not just having their buddies on to talk like a guy like um do you know rick glassman oh dude i love take your shoes off pod it's such a good show it's It's so so funny funny. like the the all the production that goes into it too like the animation Mm -hmm. stuff and like all the weird like yeah. I started I started really getting into it uh he had I think he had Santino on and they were doing the, he yeah. was doing these snap things I'm like that's such a funny idea yeah. and then I started going back through his thing and I'm like oh okay and then now it's like I check it out yeah. like all the extra like tangent things he does I think people are taking from him and doing a little bit of what he's doing too like uh like the oh, series yeah. with Adam Ray that he has, like I think other people are like, oh, if we do like extended kind of, like Santino did it, he had like a residency yeah. with uh, Chris Stefano for like four or five episodes. And it was kind of cool because then you get to yeah. see, it's like a brief stint of them together. It's almost like a series within a show. And then, yeah, yeah you start to wonder like, okay, is that, that's a cool lane and other people are starting to take it and you see like, all these crossover and guests and I don't know. Yeah. It's just interesting to, I don't know. It's interesting to watch and then try to think about how can I maybe try to implement or do something. Cause it's like, then you start to have ideas about your own stuff. You know, you're like, okay, well that's cool. How can I do something like this? Or like, how can I, and like, that's the creative stuff that will be, I think that's like the future of the, like even just like media, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, and like, 
Yeah, I mean, who wants to just listen to two people sit in a room and talk about the same things that those two people have been talking about for that you've listened to them talk about for two years? Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't really want to listen to that shit anymore. <laughs> it's boring. Like, it's not good when you see like someone going on someone else's podcast and you're like, oh, I know what all of the stories are going to be on this podcast because I've heard this person tell the same story almost like 50 times to it's when you like show up to your like a family or like a relatives you're like i know we're gonna you're like i don't want to put my relatives in my ears for two hours (laughs) 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 it's almost become something similar to that like (laughs) yeah yeah and i mean i think that storytelling is going to be a big a big thing that like sort of makes its big comeback like I think we we talked about this the last time, but like, you know, I watch a lot of Twitch and YouTube and stuff. And like one of the biggest things on YouTube is um, like Minecraft role playing servers, Mm -hmm. like the dream SMP, if you've heard that term, Um, it's just like a bunch of dudes who have been like essentially creating the story around this like Minecraft server that they've built. And there's like lore and like, if you wanted to get into it, you'd need to read basically a novel about everything that had wow. happened in this Minecraft server up until this point. And like the people on Twitter are insane. <laughs> like you can search. It's like, I forget. There's like a, there's like a term that they all like gather okay. around and like Whoa. they talk about shit within this like little term. It's just a different and reality. Like they're, oh my God, it's a different reality and they all live in it. They're diehards about it. Somebody was, I don't know where I was hearing this or where somebody was talking about this, but they were basically describing that that's what is happening. Is that, like, because of, like, media and, like, how everything is so one side or this other side, that there's becoming, like, people that are just, like, essentially in a different, like, reality almost like but they're in the same one as us but it's just like yeah they're fully yeah. in a different Stands. reality of of like i don't know anything that they there's just people that i can oh. literally don't know anything yeah. that they're interested in i had no n- i know like none of it i can't reference it i can't like it's all new to me i would have to like sit and like take all this new information and like understand this whole new thing and it's hard yeah. sometimes to even make friends with people that are like really involved in something else because it's it's like, dude, like we can sit and talk about it and be cool, but like I'm not trying to get into this thing. And, and it's like, <laughs> oh, sometimes it's insulting to somebody because you're like, dude, it's yeah, this is just your th- reality stuff, stuff like this is what you're in. And it's like, I'm not I'm over here, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's fine if you like it. Yeah. It just it's, makes it's no fine. sense to me. Yeah. And I think it's weird. <laughs> it's like we've extended that. Because that's always existed, but people were able to still mingle and coexist and like. I think that a big part of the problem is there's no longer like. Like no like there isn't anything like that everybody does, anymore. Like you know in the '90s or whatever, everybody knew what was happening on Friends. Yeah, that's or true. Or like, you know, there were, at one point there were three channels, and so there was only three things that you could watch and so everybody kind of knew what was going on and now dude there are i just found out the other day about uh some tiktok person that has 
60 million followers and I've never heard of him. I wow. just I just heard of this person like three days ago. What's how is it, how is it that sixty million people are involved enough in this person's life to like like follow and like and like be a part of like their like community yeah. and I don't have any idea who they are. That's interesting That's too. Nuts. It, yeah, it is. It's and also another thing to think about too is like how many people like just follow them and don't even yeah look at their stuff but they just like they saw it and they're like oh this is cool and they clicked follow and then they never looked at it again but now they're just another number to that person's Uh, increasing bank account Mm -hmm. and it's like if we if you actually only followed the stuff that you really were taking in on social media and you didn't have just all this other stuff around it just because it's like there I'd be following two people <laughs> and neither of them would be comedians. Dude, lately, <laughs> man, lately I've been on TikTok. I've just been watching pool maintenance videos. Yo, that guy rips. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The pool dude. I, dude, I'll, I will. I will. <laughs> dude, speaking of realities, dude, we just connected into another one. <laughs> dude, holler at your boy for the pool work, man. Yeah. I love that guy. Yo. <laughs> You know what's he funny? takes I the pool him on... and he makes it so nice every time. I know. Dude, I'll fuck up your life. Dude, rug cleaning YouTube is oh, unbelievably dude. cool. I watched this. Uh, yeah. Dude. Now they have like the the technology behind rug cleaning. I was not aware of the tech of how like mm-hmm. they've they've innovated. Like they have some crazy machine. Dude, the CRB. Dude, the, the suction from the floor that can just oh, like pull the water. So dude. cool. It's so satisfying to watch a rug get cleaned and a pool get cleaned. Oh, there's and there's a million things like that on YouTube mm-hmm. where you're like, what? The, what? Yeah, I watch car detailing. I watch oh. blade restorations a lot. Yeah, love like, that. Hell yeah! <laughs> I'll watch a dude like take a rusty old sword and like turn it into a nice, shiny, <laughs> awesome sword, or just like this guy took like chain links, huge giant chain links. Yep. And then made a freaking like Blackbeard. That's blade. his name. Is that, his, is that the guy's name? I think it's it? Blackbeard Project. Because I remember watching that video. Okay, yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> and, like, refurbishing I, videos, too, man. I just, oh, so that's, dude, that's what that, I enjoy. Like, oh if, if I could quit my job and just review that stuff full time, <laughs> I, would, I don't think you would know how fast I would throw away my life as a comedy photographer <laughs> to do that. You like Bro. take your own goddamn pictures, dude. I'm yeah. watching a guy refurbish a PlayStation One today. <laughs> yeah. Man, get fucked, dude. I'm so, I, listen, I would love to hang out, but I'm watching a dude uh, repaint parts of a Renaissance painting. Yeah, so, fuck <laughs> you. I'm busy dude. that day. Dude, the pain, I the, the painting restoring. Yeah, me and dude. me and my. Uh, I got a buddy, and we just, like, on Discord, we just send each other, like, weird, dumb YouTube videos. And uh-huh. they always get more and more obscure. Like, we, uh, he sent me one the other day, and it was just this, like, a beautifully shot, beautifully edited video of this um, woman in China making a, like, a traditional Chinese tapestry from scratch. Like, it started with her, like, poking holes to grow the plants that would eventually become... Oh the like things and there's no talking no like not even in chinese it's just like the sounds of the birds 
I watched I watched nine hours of it. It was the best. <laughs> it was so cool. Dude, it's, <laughs> dude it's the, those kind of videos are so calming. Like, and just, oh, I know. it's like, there's something about, like, having all the tools necessary right there to complete something, and then just, like, watching somebody else just, like, do all mm-hmm. of it. it yeah. there, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I could just watch like cooking videos I love, like uh yeah, all these like restoration, refurbishing. I watched like a <laughs> I watched like a part one. It was a TikTok, you know how they get you. They get you with like oh, yeah. part one these videos and you have to go to yeah. their page and then you realize, oh, it's the fucking twentieth restoration. <laughs> so you're scrolling, you're trying to find that one that says just watched. You're like, yeah. Where? yeah. <laughs> you're like, come on. The worst dude. is when you get the one that says just watched, but then you scroll past one and you're like, oh, Fuck, I want to watch that one too. Yeah. God damn it. But if I stuck. click that one, then the just watching is going to go away and I'm not going to be able to find it. I wish I could, like, uh, I wish, like, I wish I could give my great grandpa, who was, like, alive and he was, he, like, fought in World War II. He was, like, yeah. he's, you know, just old. Like, he, he was, like, 90 something when he passed. I wish I could go back and give him. Like yeah. TikTok when I was like six years old, when he was yeah. like in his 80s, and just give him my phone and be like, Look at this. Yeah. And just it always, watch. It makes me laugh when people are like, Yeah, like young people, they, they don't know sacrifice. They would never sacrifice for anything. And it's like, Yeah, dude, because TikTok is so cool and easy, man. Like, would you sacrifice anything if you could just watch restoration videos on TikTok all fucking day? Are you crazy? You wouldn't go to war. Nobody would have time. <laughs> There's yeah. too many fucking YouTube videos to watch. <laughs> World War II would have ended long before if YouTube was around. <laughs> Hitler passes away and they're like, R.I.P. that pussy. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except Hitler would have never passed away because he would have just oh, had a bad painting channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He would just be some guy with a bad painting channel on YouTube. YouTube would solve so many problems in the I don't world. think he would have, yeah. He wouldn't have gotten involved, we'll put it that way. Yeah, they would have, yeah, with everybody's phones, they would have, like, this guy's on drugs. Like, he can't let this guy Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. You, you, this crazy. Everybody would have known what drug addiction looks like because you would have seen videos on Twitter of drug addicts doing weird shit. Oh, it would have, yeah. That, and it, any time in history, I think we would have got to the point where we are now if technology was implemented. Like the, the moment it was implemented, like it is now, we would be we would be where we are, where everybody's kind of like on each other about, like what we're Everything. saying and doing, and yeah. yeah, I think that's all that always was there. It was just yeah. people were able to kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say like get away with it, but it, that nobody was being like really checked. Like I've were, seen some videos where like a dude is talking shit, and then there somebody finds out who he is, and then they find out where he works, and they're like, "Dude, I get so I'm like, oh, like that would be so fucking like a video of you goes viral of you being a piece of garbage, yeah. and then people find out where you work, and they start harassing your job to fire you, and then you're just like, what do you do? Like it's yeah, crazy. but will that knock all of that piece of garbage shit out of people? That's like, oh, too. I'm not going to say all that shit because I know they might find where exactly. my job is. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, and I guess dude. what I'm saying is it's like, I'm not, I, 
my worry when I said that was because it would be like I'm afraid of like it happening like on like an accident or something or like you're like oh yeah, like yeah super yeah, yeah, drunk yeah. or something like that and you say stuff and then it's just like ah oh, man like I wasn't I don't even remember that you know and it's like that would be a bummer yeah I mean I don't know I, or will because that's you see a lot of videos of people where they're like blacked out and on Instagram or like even on like bar stool you're like how many of those people even know they're on there? That's a that is an interesting question. And although sometimes if you go to the comment sections of those barstool videos, you can find the person who's like, "Ha ha ha! I can't believe I did that. So oh, cool." True. Yeah. They don't you're even like, know. Ooh, you're proud of this? Ooh, weird. It is interesting to think. Yeah, it is interesting to think about. It's a different because we were. I mean, we were like, I don't know if you were. I remember teachers and professors talking about this. Like, there's your like, make sure you be careful of what you put online because of how it'll oh, be. Yeah. And I feel like now it's just like we've kind of tipped the scale a little bit to where it's just gonna. It's kind of almost inevitable. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. it, that's the right word, but like, I was thinking about this. Like when the first, when the first like millennial re- like really runs for president. And like really has a good shot of it like the Dude. things they said when they were 13 are gonna be online that's and the like, yeah i was somebody was saying that in a talk show i can't remember what i was watching but they're like we're gonna have a president at some point that like there's videos of him doing dumb shit on somewhere yeah and i think we're all just gonna have to be like all right which is have to be cool with it because there's really you, nothing else that's such a that's such an interesting like almost like shift right and because now it's like we're holding we're holding like what's on video to like a standard right yeah and so you start to lower that mm-hmm. you know like what yeah. happens like that's an interesting thing too to think about in itself <laughs> dude there's there's so much just like weird like the future is so weird to think about and the more you think about it the more you're like damn there's a lot of things that we don't like we're not really thinking about what the solution is going to be to this problem that we've created yeah ironically enough like comedians with lighting (laughs) 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 yeah i mean i I, like the future of uh the future of media is weird the future of comedy is weird but just like the future of people is weird the future of future yeah it's Mm -hmm. like the future of people is a weird thing to think because also, I mean, like pe- people are like, like history's getting like erased kind of. I don't know about that. I mean, I think the problem with the internet is history will be remembered exactly as it happened. Hmm. I mean, literally every single piece of knowledge that humans have ever accumulated is on the internet somewhere. But then, do you think because we can see every little thing, every little detail, anytime somebody tries to, like, break it down and condense it and, like, write a new thing, we're always so, like, nope, because there's this, that, and this. So there's no real way to summarize anything anymore? Yeah, I mean, I think eventually (laughs) things will kind of sift out. Like, a lot of stuff will kind of... Falls through like the a, cracks. There's like a time period where it starts to be okay to summarize it, because we're like yeah, too, we're it's like, like too far. It's like too far back to where we don't 
we can't yeah. really go through it's almost yeah. like your memory how your memory works right like yeah. you you remember all the details of you know your day today right and then tomorrow you look at today as a little bit smaller like you chunk it down a little bit and you and then eventually you only remember like certain days or certain a things of nuggets, yeah yeah and the other problem though is that like if you disagree with that there will always be a way to find information that says that you are right and someone else is wrong so that is true too it's a yeah it's a weird time it's a very weird time so really you just kind of have to like choose your own you mean you always have to choose your own like direction or belief but like yeah that's dude yeah weird weird dude we're we're deep we're deep right now we're so mm-hmm. deep right now so um deep. <laughs> so deep well uh in yeah and we've been going for about an hour and i want to say thank you for doing this and i apologize for the first time um oh being, yeah no worries being uh being uh, so- sounding weird but yeah i want to you know we've been talking a lot about your your photography and stuff where can people check it out where can people like where can people oh, follow you yeah. online um it is uh on instagram and my website um if you just search jim mccambridge on both you should be able okay. to find me pretty easily um and if you if you do you guys self a favor go to his tagged photos too on his instagram <laughs> page because you'll see you know everybody that he's taking photos of and stuff and um and just you know all the shows that he's been a part of and stuff which is yeah it's been cool and yeah i uh we'll have to talk off mic because i want to definitely want to have you down at one of the shows down here eventually because uh, yeah i'd love to be i love monterey so cool yeah we'll have to love figure down. that out man well thank you yeah. for doing this again i appreciate it of course man of course everybody thank you so much for listening to the podcast please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to instagram or facebook give the page at i'm getting their pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this and we'll see you next time